Hello, everybody. Welcome to Therapy Dog Talk. My name is Sherry. My pup's names are Sunny and Riley. And each week we talk with different therapy dog teams around the world about the impact that they're making in their area. If you're just getting started or not sure where to get started, we have a free guide for you that you can find at freeguide.therapydogtalk.com. And we also have a community. You can join at community.therapydogtalk.com. So I'm really looking forward to talking to today's guest, Christy, and her dog, Frankie. They are located in Illinois, which is our first Illinois team. So I will get them in here. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. For those who don't know you, would you like to introduce yourself and your pup? My name's Christy, and I am from Central Illinois. My dog, my therapy dog, is Frankie. He's actually my son's dog. We got him in 2020 after a long back and forth of my son wanting his own dog to train. We have another female golden at home. Her name's Daisy, and she just turned 14. She's been Frankie's teacher along the way with my son and I. So, yeah, we're so excited to be here. That's very cool. I love that. So you got Frankie in 2020 for your son. Did you have any idea that he might be a therapy dog at that point? Not at all. Like I said, my son wanted his own dog to train, to work with. We are part of our local 4-H chapter. And so we started with a puppy class and he just loved it. He loved taking him to training. During one of those puppy classes, is they did demonstrations of different activities that dogs could be involved in, like agility, nose work, scent work. And then one of the demos was therapy dog. My son said, hey, I think I want Frankie to do that. So that kind of started us on the course of seeing if Frankie would be a good fit for being a therapy dog. Okay, so you find out about therapy dogs through 4-H then? Yeah, well, it was through the organization that hosted the 4-H training. They put on demonstrations for the 4-H class and for the local students that wanted to train their dogs. That's very cool. I grew up doing 4-H in Central Illinois, so that's why I was just like, wait a minute, because I definitely did not learn about therapy dogs back then, but I was a cat person at the time. I had cats. My cat did 4-H once and my mom said we were never bathing a cat ever again. But my brother, he had his dog in 4-H, but I didn't know that they introduced therapy dogs. That's cool. It was probably the specific trainer they were working with in New York. Yeah, Yeah, but just the organization, I believe it was one of the first few classes we were involved there when he was a puppy. Okay, very cool. So you prompted about therapy dogs to the trainer for 4-H. And then that just seemed like something that you would be interested in doing. How did your journey go from there? So Cash, my son, decided he wanted to take him through the proper training courses to get to that level. After like just like the 4-H dog show stuff, we continued on with, I think it was called dogmanship. So it was a basic obedience. He also went through a manners course just to learn good manners and some probably pretty basic obedience stuff. And Frankie at the time was kind of a handful at the training classes. He was there with Cash, but kind of wanted to be over towards where I was sitting. So that was, it had its challenges at the time. So we did find a training place that was a little bit more quiet. 
And then he really excelled. Along with basic obedience, we went to the CGC class. So Frankie ended up getting his Canine Good Citizen certification locally, too. And so that was a really good experience. Yeah, that's great. So Frankie, correct me if I'm wrong, comes to school with you. You're an educator. Is that right? I work in a junior high office. He comes on Tuesdays and Thursdays currently, and then Friday afternoons. So they're shortened days, which is good for him. And it's been a really positive, good experience so far. Yeah. What did that process look like for him to start joining you at school? He is the first therapy dog at our district. At the time, I had talked to my superintendent about the possibility of bringing him to school after he was certified. And he said he would be for it, but I didn't know where to start. He helped me understand it has to go through the school board and they have to approve on it, vote on it. And then if that was good, then we would start that process and then discuss what that would look like day to day. The school board was for it and excited about the opportunity to have a therapy dog. So we felt really blessed that he was approved to come to school with us. That's so exciting. How did you get the idea to start bringing him to school? Where did that idea come from? Just there's other schools in the local area that have therapy dogs. Okay. And after COVID, I'm sure schools everywhere saw a lot of increased anxieties with students and staff. I just thought it would be a good climate change for our district to have a therapy dog. Then I started doing a little bit of research on what that would look like. And it was overwhelming, like the amount of material there is to support the benefit of therapy dogs in schools. Yeah. So that's when I for sure knew that this was something that we really wanted to do, my son and I, if Frankie was willing to do it. Yeah. That material that supported having therapy dogs in schools, how did you go about finding that? Where did you look for that? One of our local districts had some information available on their website about it. And then I Googled information about it, the benefits. There was a lady in one of my CGC classes that was a licensed counselor. And she gave me some information and the benefits that she had seen in therapy dog work in schools. Also, the Alliance of Therapy Dogs has a lot of great information and resources about the benefits of therapy dogs. Yeah, and that's who you're certified through, right? Yes, that's who we're certified through is the Alliance of Therapy Dogs. Okay, how did you end up deciding on them? I'm not real sure. I looked at a couple different organizations and that just seemed like the best fit for us. There was a local person here that was easy to get in touch with to contact to do the observation. So in learning that you had to do three observations in different locations, it just seemed practical and easy to get in touch with her and have her do the observation. Yeah. Kim was curious what org you were certified with, but I know you just answered that. And it looks like Cash is popping in the comments and answering <laughs> questions, too. <laughs> but she was curious if you and Frankie and Cash do any other visits besides Frankie coming to school with you. Yeah, we have 
an assisted living facility in our area and also a nursing home that we visit from time to time. And I love going to those places. At my last visit at the nursing home, I met a patient that actually knew my great uncle and grandfather when they were alive in just conversation. And that was the coolest thing. Meeting somebody that knew part of my history and I never would have expected it in just in therapy dog work. Yeah. Is Cash a handler too? A therapy dog handler? He's not certified yet. Okay. So that was one of our hopes maybe this summer is having him go through the certification to be a junior handler yeah. for the Alliance Dogs. But we have to make those calls. We've been busy with sports and other things. And so, yeah, it's like one thing at a time. I totally understand. <laughs> I was just curious if he had joined you as a junior handler. So what does Frankie's day at school look like? What does he help you with there? He comes on Tuesdays and Thursdays, like I had said, and he comes in the mornings with me. So my day starts at 7.30 and then he leaves with me at lunchtime and I take him home between 11.30 and 12. He also comes on Friday afternoon to do classroom visits. So on Tuesday and Thursday mornings, mainly when a student may need some extra support, we'll come visit with him. And then Friday afternoons with the classroom visits, we have a sign-up sheet and then I work at a district that's K through 12. So we visit each building that has a classroom that's signed up. Yeah. Does Frankie have a favorite age group? He likes the littles a lot. (laughs) I think he loves everybody. The littles that are just right at eye level with him. I think Mm -hmm. he really likes them. What do you think his favorite thing is about being a therapy dog? I think that him being so spoiled. It's really changed the climate of our district. We have staff members that spoil and rotten and bringing stuffies. He loves to carry stuffies in his mouth. And we have a couple staff members that will make it part of their prep period to come and visit him and love on him during that time. And it's so sweet. I, I would say that. that, just being spoiled by all the doting. <laughs> he loves to be loved. <laughs> yes, yeah, he, he definitely does. I love that. I have to be transparent in the fact that during the therapy dog certification process, I wasn't sure if it would be for him because even during the CGCs, he's a shyer dog by nature. Okay. It took him a little while to get used to that. And it was really cool to see him come out of his shell and be willing to approach people and let them pet him and understand that I am his teammate in that sense. Yeah. What helped him come out of his shell and have the confidence that he needed? I just think the repetition of training. I had a wonderful dog trainer that has done therapy dog work and Uh she would just reinforce that if there's ever a time that your dog doesn't feel confident. You're the one that needs to be the one that speaks up about it and don't ever put them in a situation where they feel like they're going to be hurt in any way. Yeah. So just me taking that into account and being with Frankie 
through the training process of being put in different scenarios, like at a hospital or being around somebody that walks unsteadily with their gait or being around wheelchairs and different equipment and giving him that confidence along with me at the end of the leash, I think has really brought him out of his shell. It's great. How does he let you know if something is scary or if he needs a break? I can tell on his facial expressions a lot of times. Mm-hmm. He would back out of a situation or he just, I can tell his demeanor. I have learned to read his personality quirks. And at that time, then we just go and take a break. At school, Frankie has, he had a crate in a quiet room mm-hmm. that I can too. He doesn't like to be separate from me, so he will bark a little bit. He's very vocal. But we also have a raised dog bed right near my desk. And that what we call his place. Yeah. When he's there, then the students aren't really allowed to interact with him because that's his place and that's his time for rest. That's great. I'm glad they respect that and they recognize yeah. that he needs a break too. <laughs> yeah. It's probably important for them to learn that just because I feel like a lot of times we're not taught that we need a break. And so to understand the therapy dog needs a break can yeah. be helpful for them to think about, oh, when do I need a break? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, There's so many different circumstances that they can correlate in their own experiences with what dogs experience. Yeah. Are there any stories that stand out to you from your time either bringing him to school or volunteering of why you really enjoy working with him and doing this work? There's so many. One example would be when we visit the younger elementary kids, they'll draw pictures and write notes and give them to us and how Frankie has made their day brighter. And I just, I love that. That's just such a blessing to my heart. One of the first few days that Frankie was at our school, there was a student in particular that experienced a tragic loss. And the amount of help that Frankie, I thought, gave that student and just being there as a support, the anxiety and the emotions that student was feeling were so real and powerful. He was there to just be there as a support and it made her feel good yeah there's stories like that that we encounter weekly as a therapy dog team and it's unfortunate but i'm so thankful that frankie can be a little bit of a brighter day for students that are going through stuff yeah definitely unfortunately they're going to go through hard times either way so it's so special that they can have frankie there by their side Yeah. Yeah. Chrissy, did anything surprise you in your training journey with Frankie? Yeah. When we were going through the observation process of being certified at the hospital, the first visit, Frankie was just like, what am I doing here? All these lights and sounds. Even though we appeared for that in the CGC, being in the hospital and the smells and all of that were a bit different for him. Mm -hmm. But after that first observation, he did well, but needed a lot of direction, which I anticipated. But I just kind of left that observation. Like, I just still don't know if this is one day at a time and see yeah. how it go. But at the second visit, 
it was like a light bulb clicked with him. Okay. And as we were going from room to room, we would knock on the door and do our introduction. And he would just go over and position himself right where he was needed to be. And it was just so amazing to see and surprising to me that it's like, I know my job here. I know what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to be here and get loved on and be a support. It was really cool. Aww. Very surprising. I didn't expect that second observation, but yeah, it was really, really neat. That's great. Is there any advice you have for someone who's interested in getting started in therapy dog work? I would say take things one day at a time, one class at a time, pay attention to your dog to see if your dog is wanting to do it. They'll tell you if they don't want to do it. When Frankie doesn't want to do it anymore, I anticipate knowing he'll tell us but i would just say listen to your dog and they'll let you know i love that is there anything else that you want to share while you're here i don't know i think we covered a lot i just am so grateful to be part of a therapy dog team it's one of the most rewarding things i've done and I just love it so much. I'm grateful that our district allows Frankie to be there and interact with the students. And I just hope that more districts in the area will look at therapy dog work and see the benefits in that. Awesome. Thank you. Well, Christy, thank you so much for sharing your journey with Frankie. If people want to find you, it's goldenboy.frankie. Yes, that's That's his Instagram. (laughs) Awesome. Very cool. Well, good luck in your continued work together. And hopefully Cash can join you soon as a therapy dog junior handler. Yes, we're looking forward to that. All right. Have a great day. You too. Thank you. Thank you. Take care.